Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. There we go. Okay, let's chazer uh, this Gemara on Daf Gimel Amud Aleph and Avoy Zara about the mitzvah of Sukkah. So the Gemara tells us that La Sidlovay. The Umay Sa'ilam are going to come to HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be Taiveya, that they also want a chance to keep the Torah. Tano lanu me'roish v'na'asena. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to respond very, very strongly to them. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Shaitim Shaba'ilam, fools. Misha Tarach Be'erev Shabbos, Yoichal Be'Shabbos. Only one who toils on Erev Shabbos. Eats on Shabbos. We our work in this world is Erev Shabbos. It's that we're getting ready for Shabbos. La Asid that's Shabbos. If you want to be Zaycha to Asid then you have to have been doing the work. You have to prepare food on Erev Shabbos. If you are lazy on Erev Shabbos, you're going to be very hungry on Shabbos. I remember when Rabbi Chaim Siegel's my high school manal, who was a a big Talmud Chacham, a big Tzaddik. Um, he said he never accepted any kibudim to be honored anywhere. But close to the end of his life, and in hindsight, we found out that he knew he was dying at the time, but we didn't know. He accepted to be honored at some dinner. And by that dinner, when he spoke, he said that he doesn't like to be honored in this world because he feels like he's eating the Shabbos kugel on Erev Shabbos. That was his... Uh, Misha Tarach Be'erev Shabbos, Yechel Be'Shabbos. You don't want to eat the Shabbos food on Erev Shabbos. A little Tayameha maybe, but uh, you don't want to eat the, the you don't want to eat the Shabbos food on Erev Shabbos. But Misha Tarach Be'erev Shabbos, someone who toiled on Erev Shabbos, Yechel Be'Shabbos. Misha Loi Tarach Be'erev Shabbos. If a person did not toil on Erev Shabbos, Mehechan Yechel Be'Shabbos. How is he going to eat on Shabbos? But still, Hakadosh Baruch Hu said, "Afal pikein mitzvah kala yeshli v'sukkah shema." Why it's called a mitzvah kala? The Gemara goes through. But I have this mitzvah. It's called sukkah. I'm going to give it to you. Try to be mekayim the mitzvah sukkah. Lechuva asu Go do the mitzvah. So the Gemara goes on and says that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is makdir aleim chama. Hakadosh Baruch Hu heats up the sun. It gets incredibly hot in the sukkah. V'kol echod ve'echod mevaet b'sukkasai v'yaitze. They kick the sukkah and they leave. Nashlicha mimenu avoyseimai. So the Gemara says, um, the Gemara says, that's not fair. If it's that hot, so then the halacha is mitztairus patam and ha-sukkah. Most people don't usually leave the sukkah because they're hot. But I, I once ate on sukkahs in the home of a big paisik, and we were sitting there in the sukkah, and he's like, it's too hot. Let's go inside. I almost fainted. But he was following the Shulchan Aruch Kipshutai, Patamina Sukkah. So how could you have a taina on the Goyim for not keeping the mitzvah sukkah when they're mitzvah? Mitzvah is Patamina Sukkah. The Ha'omar Rava, mitzvah is Sukkah. So the Gemara says there's a difference how you leave the sukkah. Yes, you could be mitzvahim in a sukkah, and then you leave longing to be able to be mekayim the mitzvah of sukkah. Here in Waterbury, we're expecting rain tomorrow night, 
We hope that we'll be able to be Makayim the Mitzvah Sukkah Le Mahadrin. We're davening that the skies will clear and we'll be able to be Makayim the Mitzvah Sukkah. If we're not able to, of course, we'll still have to do something in the Sukkah. We'll talk about that. But, but if we're not able to be Makayim the Mitzvah Sukkah Le Mahadrin, we're not going to be kicking the Sukkah on the way out, Chas Vashalem. We'll be yearning to be in the Sukkah. We'll be wishing that we were in the Sukkah. But the Umay Sa'ilam, the Gayim, are going to reject the mitzvah, and that's Hashem's way of showing them that they're not roi for us at Lavei. And this is a little bit intriguing, that of all the mitzvahs in the Torah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu chose the mitzvah sukkah to demonstrate to Umay Sa'ilam, to demonstrate to the nations of the world that there's a difference between Klal Yisrael and them, and that Klal Yisrael is roi for us at Lavei, and they are not. So what is this? And if we can understand that, we can have more of an appreciation of our being Mekayim, the Mitzvah of Sukkah. So this is a good derech for us to get ready for Yantif. Not just that, but there's a shtikl ha'ara here that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is demonstrating to the Umay Sa'olam that Klal Yisrael is roi for us at Lavoi by giving them a mitzvah that they're putter from and seeing how they're putter. How interesting is that? That's not what we would think. If I want to show you why Kalal Yisrael is Roy for us at Lavoy and you are not, I pick a mitzvah and I make you putter? What's the cheshben here and the way that this was given to, to Kalal Yisrael? Okay, so that's Aleph. We'll put that aside for a few minutes. That's Aleph that I want to cover in order that we can walk into the sukkah Be'ezer Hashem tomorrow with a sense of what mitzvah we're being Mekayim here. Now, when we go into the sukkah tomorrow, we're going to be going in with Avram Avinu. Because we have a Messiah that each day of sukkah is shaykh to another one of the Yushpizen. And there's a, there's a kesher to... There's a kesher to a different one of the Yisaydais of Klal Yisrael. Each one of the Yushpizen is another foundation in the binyan of Klal Yisrael, and of course, the first building block of that of that foundation of Klal Yisrael is Avram Avinu, and Avram Avinu is the one he's he's the one that we walk into Sukkot with. We walk into the mitzvah of Sukkot together with Avram Avinu. He's he welcomes us into the Sukkot. So let's talk for a few minutes about Avram Avinu. Because we're going to see that he, is, he has a strong connection to, to, this, to this mitzvah of walking in to the, to the sukkah. So when we think about Avram Avinu, there's three aspects of Avram Avinu's life that jump out at us. The first one is the fact that he discovered Hashem. Hikar es bayrei. Avram Avinu... Avram ha'ivri kol ha'olam be'ever echad v'hu be'ever hasheni. Avram Avinu discovered Hakadosh Baruch Hu, as Chazal say, hitzitz bebira v'ra'a balabira. He looked at the house and he saw the owner of the house. Avram Avinu was able to see from the world. He was able to discover Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's Aleph. Beis, the second aspect of Avram Avinu's avos is that he's the first Yid. He's Tchilo Legerim. It's uh, in the um, in the Chaim Berlin world, it's very, um, 
very it was very often repeated to us in the in the language that Rav Huttner taught to describe the chiddush of each one of the avos that each one of the avos added another dimension to the kedusha of Klal Yisrael. Avram Avinu was the first one to become a yid. Yitzchak was the first one to be born a Yid, and Yaakov was the first one that from him and on, you stay a Yid, you can't go off. Mm-hmm. Right? Esav went off, and he's, a, he's considered a guy, even though the Gemara in Kedushin calls him a Yisrael Mummer, but he's, he's a guy. But from the Shvatim and on, from Yaakov Avinu and on, Yisrael Afopishachata Yisrael. The Rav Hutner used to say in Yiddish, I don't know if anybody here knows Yiddish, but Rav Hutner used to say in Yiddish that uh, Avram is the erste gevorener, the first one that became. Yitzchak is the erste gevorener, the first one that was born. And Yaakov is the erste farfalener, like that's the way you are. It's farfalen. That's the way you are. That's how he was able to teach us the the, the madregas. But Avram Avinu is the erste gevorener. He's the first one to become a Yid. Every single ger of all the deiros is Ben Avram Avinu. Right? Ben Avram Avinu. That's what we call a ger. Is whatever name he chooses for himself, Ben Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu takes his, his, um, his place as the Av of Gerim. He's the Av, of, not just the Av of Klal Yisrael, but he's the, he, repre- he, he represents Gerim. So that's the second part of Avram Avinu's Avos. And the third part, of course, of the Midah of Avram Avinu is the Midah of Chesed. As we know that Avram Avinu was Mitztayin, and he taught Klal Yisrael, and he established the Midah of Chesed, as the Pasuk says, Chesed Avram. Avram Avinu was an expert in the Midah of Chesed. Now, no intelligent Mevakesh will fool himself into thinking that these are three arbitrary pieces of, uh, of a picture that don't have anything to do with each other. Certainly, it's important for us to understand that these are three strands of one, of one rope. And if we can figure out how the three fit together, we could have a perspective on the role that Avram Avinu had in the binyan of Klal Yisrael. We'll appreciate his uh, sitting in the sukkah with us tomorrow night with more, uh, with, with more tam. Now once we're talking about Avram and Gerim, I want to bring up a kasha that's, that I, I used to bother me very much. And then I want to move on to one medrash in the beginning of Parshas Bereshis. We're getting excited for Bereshis. One medrash in the beginning of Parshas Bereshis, and then we will, Be'ezer Hashem, discuss the understanding that pulls all of this together, and we'll never take this into the sukkah with us. But talking, speaking of Gerim, I mean, think about it. When you, when you attend a Gerus, I don't know if any of you have ever been, but you ever been by a Gerus? So when you, when you attend the Gerus, so the Bezdin is very interesting. The Bezdin will kind of apologize to the Ger after the Gerus. Because we don't make it easy for Gerim. It's a very tough journey. And we have a Chiyav Doiraisa of Yehavtem Esager. We have a Chiyav to love a Ger. In addition to our Chiyav of loving a Yid, of we have a chiyav, an obligation to love a ger, a special ava, which demonstrates a special ava that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has for a ger. And yet, when someone comes, wants, approaches us that he wants to become a ger, we make him crazy. 
we make him crazy. We send him away again and again and again. It's not easy for him. And when the moment finally comes that that he's tevil, that final moment that he or her is tevil, when they come out, we apologize to them. And we say that we, we it's like regretful, we're bizarre that we, I forgot the exact nusach, that we had to push them away a few times. But, and I, but this Lashon, I'll never forget. We say, Umei Atta, but from now on, Achinu Atta. You are our brother. And we declare, or our sister, if it's a, a Giyaris, we declare to the Ger or to the Giyaris, you are our brother, or you are our sister. That's the way we welcome a Ger. We love a Ger, we want Gerim. Gerim have challenges, it's not easy to be a Ger, but we want them to feel like the nation of Klal Yisrael is reaching out to them with love. So with that backdrop, are you comfortable with the fact that the name of this convert is Stranger? We call him Stranger for the rest of his life. He's a Ger. What is a Ger? A Ger is a stranger. A Ger is a newcomer. A ger is someone, not a Taishav, is someone who, maybe we should call him a Taishav. Oh, that would be something. We could call him an Ezrach. Oh, that would be a compliment. An Ach, we should call them Achim, brothers. That's how I would welcome Gerim. That's my, that's my loving embrace of a ger. Hey, stranger. Does that make sense? Why do we call them Gerim? Of all names. Now, in case you, you think that it's not supposed to be loving, I just want to point out to you that the Shita Mikubetzis and Mesech Tiksubis, when it's going through all the different types of people and so on, points out an inconsistency that, like, let's say you're talking about a, a slave that was freed in the Mishnah. So you say, let's say a Shifcha. Shifcha Shenishtachrira. A Shifcha that became free. Right? Do you say a Goish and his Geyer? You ever see that in the Mishnah? It says Goish and his Geyer? No such a thing. It always says Gersh and his Geyer. The Shit of says he wasn't a Ger. He was a Goy. Why do you say... See, so he says, no, we're so careful not to be Mazgur that he was once a Goy. That we changed him. We say Gersh and his Geyer. <laughs> but all of that, we care so much about him to call him stranger. What is this name Ger? Okay. That's the second chilek of, of what we're doing tonight. The third thing that I want to get to is this, this, this medrash. The medrash paraphrases the words of Rashi. Rashi, in the beginning of Parshish Bereshis, mentions this, that the goyim, when they see that Klal Yisrael is taking Eretz Yisrael, they are going to accuse Klal Yisrael of being uh, land grabbers. Boizizim atem. The Medrash is the second Medrash in all of Medrash Rabbah. So it's a pretty good Medrash to know. By the way, once I'm mentioning, I like to mention the name Medrash Rabbah is not, as people think, because Medrash Rabbah is the big Medrash. It's not why it's called Medrash Rabbah. It's called Medrash Rabbah because if you open up a Medrash Rabbah, it says, Reb Hoshia Rabbah Pasach. Because it was written by Reb Hoshia Rabbah. So hence, Medrash Rabbah. Good to know. But, but like Medrash Tanchuma, like, like all the Medrashim were named after someone. Pirkei Rabbi Lazar, Medrash Rabbah. 
Um, I thought this when I learned the first Medrash, and I couldn't say it on my own, but I found that the Chida says it. Anyway, so the Medrash says that the Gaya Magad accused Klal Yisrael of being, of being boizizim, uh, conquerors, land grabbers. And Klal Yisrael is going to respond as follows. The, the, the point is that Klal Yisrael is going to say, I, we're land grabbers, you're land grabbers. All the lands, that, it's a little bit like in this country, you know, where America is the world's uh, policeman of saying, don't conquer other people. Putin, don't take Ukraine, says the country that took, the country, that took their country away from the American, from, from, from the Indians, right? I'm not getting into right and wrong. I'm just saying, like, the hypocrisy is glaring, you know? So now they're a little stuck. What are they supposed to do? Give it back to the Indians? Like, what should they do? You know, but, but okay, that's not our conversation. But that's really, our, that is our conversation that we're going to have. With, with One day, the United States is going to say, You know, President Biden, um, I'm saying that because I, I, not that I want him to be president, but I want Mashiach to come while he's president. Um, um, he's going to say, You're taking so much land in the Middle East, how can you do that? And I'm like, we're going to say, you're not a Boises. Right? So that's what, that's what it says. But to say that, we bring a Pasuk about a conquest in Parshas Devarim. The Medrash says as follows, okay? This is the second Medrash in all of Medrash Rabbah. It says that Umais Ha'olam are going to be Moinin Es Yisrael. They're going to be Teveya Klal Yisrael. And they're going to say, Haloi Uma Shel Boizizim Atem. You're a nation of conquerors. The Yisrael Meishivim Oisan Ve'oimrim Lohem. Klal Yisrael will respond to them and say, V'atem and you, Haloi b'zuzahi b'yadchem, you also took it from someone else. The people that were conquering to take Eretz Yisrael conquered Eretz Yisrael themselves. How do you know that? Because there's a Pasuk in Parshas Devarim. The Pasuk says, Haloi kaftorim, hayoitzeim me kaftor, hishmidum v'yeshvu tachtam. Okay, uh, not a very well-known Pasuk in Parshas Devarim. The Pasuk is in Perek Bey's Pasuk Chav Dalid. Um, Pasuk Chav Gimel, excuse me. It says, Ve'ho'avim ha'yoshrim ba'chatseirim ad aza, the avim that lived in chatseirim, Kaftorim ayoytzim ekaftor, the kaftorim who came from kaftor, hishmidim, destroyed them, vayeshu tachtam, and they're living there. So we will tell the people that we conquer, you're saying that we're conquering you, you conquered someone else. Ella, it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu's land, he gives it to who he wants, and now he wants us to have it. That's the medrash. The problem is that there are many psukim in the Torah that describe conquests of the land in Eretz Yisrael, around Eretz Yisrael. But the Medrash specifically picks this Pasuk, this Mepharshim, Mocha um, a little bit, to try to figure out why this particular Pasuk, which was not the first Pasuk that came to your mind, some Pasuk in Parshas Devarim, but Avim and Chatzerim and Kaftorim, that the Medrash brings that Pasuk. So I want to share with you a little treat, that there's a drasha that the Chassam Seifer makes on that Pasuk in Parshas Devarim. And the Chassam Seifer makes a drasha. We pause. The Chassam Seifer was a, uh, 
a Kaddish and a Talmud Chacham beyond our comprehension. Beyond our comprehension. There were stories with the Chassam Sefer that they're like so beyond frightening. And and he had the Messiah, as you know. You know who the Chassam Sefer's Rebbe was? What? Rabnasen Adler. Rabnasen Adler, we have no Sfarim from Rabnasen Adler. The reason that we have no Sfarim from Rabnasen Adler is because he held that it was usher for himself to write Devrei Torah, because it's a heter, because we're going to forget. That's why we have a heter to write Devrei Torah, but he had a photographic memory, never forgot anything. So he held that he was potter from the Pator. So he never wrote any Devrei Torah. Okay, I think that he he made dots. I think he made dots in his Svarim, and each dot referred to a Shtikl Torah. And I think that there were, I think, if I, if I remember correctly, there was a safer that came out darshaning the dots. And it was a little bit of a discussion, Bainam Mepharshim, if that was ridiculous or not. You know, to try to bavarn the dot. But anyway, the Chsam Seifer was the Ravnasan Adler's town, but he was uh, uh, just, uh, just unbelievable. Anyway, the Chsam Seifer says like this. He says that when the when the Pasuk describes um, Kaftorim, it's being Meramez to Talmidei Chachamim. A Kaftor, button, is Meramez to a Talmud Chacham. Why? So he says that we know that Talmidei Chachamim are described by Midrashim that they, they create beautiful Divrei Torah, Tzitzim Uprachim, flowers. They create beautiful Divrei Torah. And there's a place in the Mishkan that's the Shirish of all the beautiful Divritaira of Tamid Chachamim, and that's the Kaftar Vaferach that's on the Menorah. The Menorah, which represents the Urha Taira, has on it designs. This is just such an unbelievable idea. The designs on the Menorah, which represent the Taira, represent gorgeous Divritaira. That makes sense, right? The designs on the Menorah represent gorgeous Divritaira. And that's Kaftorim. Okay. He says that the Avim, that Hayoshim Bachatzerim Ad Aza, that they were, they were Balei Azos, they were the Umay Sa'ilam. Avim is the Lashon of Avain, and, and Aza is the Lashon of Azos, they were the Umay Sa'ilam. And the Umay Sa'ilam are Yoshvim Bachatzerim. They live in the courtyard. That's a very strange place to live. Right? Yoshvim Bachatserim. I never told this to you, Hillel, did I? They're Yoshvim Bachatserim. The Chatser is not a place to live. The Chatser is a Makayim Arai. But the, as it says the Chsam Seifer, that the Umay Sa'ilam, they look at this world. What's the point of this world? The point of this world is a stepping stone. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a hachana. It's a proizdar. It's just a hachana for elam haba. But the umay sa'ilam looked at elam azeh and they're like, I think we'll settle here. It's about here. We're going to live here. This is our makayim. So they're yoshvim b'chatserim. They live in the chatser. This is, this is just the courtyard. We're not home. Home is when we get back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But 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 they're yeshvim b'chazim, and they become azim. They become mechutzafim, as if they own it now, because they live here. 
So when the medrash, so my my tushtel of this I'm safer is that when the medrash is talking about Goyim saying, "Hey, don't take my land." It brings a pasuk upon which there's a drash that it's referring to this very Indian of turning Eilam Hazeh into the Chatzar, into the, into the Iker. And the, the pasuk ends up saying, Kaftoirim hayoitzer me kaftor, that la'osid lavoi, the kaftoirim that come from the kaftor, the, the Talmidi Chachamim, they're gonna be Hishmidim, they will destroy them, Vyeshvu Tachtam, and they'll live there instead of them. That was the, um, that's Uchsam Seifer. The reason I'm bringing the Uchsam Seifer, other than the fact that it's absolutely stunningly delicious, so that's the reason in its own, but the reason I'm bringing the Uchsam Seifer is because it brings out the point that really the whole Sukkot circles around. And that is that this world is not our place. We're not settled in this world. We're here to, 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 to pick up mitzvahs, to learn Torah, to do the job, to get the work done. It's Erev Shabbos. We're making Shabbos so that one day we'll have a Gishmaka challenge on that Shabbos. Right? We're here as a Hachana. The more that we consider ourselves Arai in this world, the better off we are. What does the Ger do? Oh, I get the chills every time I say this over. The Ger used to live here. He used to live in this world. This used to be his bunker. And you know what he said? He said, I don't want to live here anymore. I'm going to work here. But my mukim is up there, as Eilam Haba. So as a compliment, and as an admiration for the journey of the ger, we call him a ger. He made himself into a stranger. And I have a riot to that. Because there's a famous morale that says, The morale says the reason that Geirim belong in the bracha of Allah Tzadikim is because they're all Geirim. The Tzadikim and the Chassidim, they're all Geirim. They all are not Kavua in this world. So, yeah, so that means that gay, being a Geir is a compliment. Ah, oh, someone is a Geir. We call him stranger, not because he's a stranger to us, but because that was his journey. He stopped being Yoishvim Bachatzerim. Okay? That's the, that's the Mila of a Ger. And Avram Avinu, Avram Avinu traversed that journey. Think about what Avram Avinu did. Avram Avinu looked at the world and he chapped Beroiv Chachmasai. He thought that this world cannot possibly be the purpose. Right? He must have gone through that cheshwin. This world cannot be the purpose. This world is just a train station to get to the, to the destination. It must be. So, the, so, so that was Hitzitz Babira, Vira Balhabira. He thought the whole journey. Right? He was Muhammad to all 613 mitzvahs. He thought he the whole picture. So then he realized. This is not it. So he became a ger. So the fact that Avram Avinu was hikir as bayroi, and the fact that he's tchilo legerim, those are two strands of the same, the same string. But not just that, the fact that he was a bal chesed as well. Because the midah of chesed, we learned this in our mitzvah sashkula, is at length, but the midah of chesed is not just the midah of doing people favors. 
The midah of chesed is a midah of, we always say this in Mitzvah Shkuls, it's about, it's not about me. That's what the midah of chesed is. It's a midah of being a noisang, like Rav Dessler says. Not a, not a It's not about me. I'm not here to get. I'm here to give. I'm here to do. I'm here to serve. <clears throat> right, Rashi says in Mesech Shabbos on Daflamid, I think, that that when it says, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is your best friend. In other words, giving to your Chavar, or giving to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's the same midah of chesed. I'm give, it's not about me. I'm here to provide to HaKadosh Baruch Hu to go to Minyan, and to learn Torah, and to do chesed, and to my Mishpacha, and to my Chaverim, and to my, and, and to Kol B'nai Yisrael. That's, I'm a noisy. When you realize that you are not here to take in the pleasures, but you're here to serve the midah that that elicits in you is a midah of a giver. I'm not here to take. That's not what I'm doing here. I'm a ger. So those, that, now we have the third midah. So you have these three strands woven together that are one picture of Avram Avinu. He looks at the world. He claps, this is not the point. The point is the next world, which he figures out that there's a next world. Okay, so then I'm a ger. And if I'm a ger, I'm going to be a giver. All of that fits together. Okay, Avram Avinu gets nevuah from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. What's the first mitzvah Avram Avinu gets? Lech lecha, be a ger, because that is the essence of Avram Avinu. That's the essence of Avram Avinu. I'm not kavua here. I'm a ger. Sasemes says after Yom Kippur, the first mitzvah that we get is lech lecha. To go out to the sukkah. It's the same idea that on, but, but, but on Yom Kippur, what did we discover on Yom Kippur? What do we walk away from the Elah with? It's not about this world. Isn't that what we come out of after a day of not eating and not drinking and focusing on tefillah and our tachlis and davening and doing tshuva and lefnei Hashem? By the time we're done, we're, it's not about this world. It's about what's beyond. First mitzvah that we get. Lechlecha. I was with Rabbi Sorsha this week in Yeshiva Katana, and he went into one of the classes, and they were learning Hilchas Sukkah. They don't have much time in Yeshiva Katana between Yom Kippur and Sukkot. They basically spent one day learning Hilchas Sukkah, one day learning Hilchas Dal Minim. So the Rebbe was saying, we started with Sukkah, we're doing Dal Minim. So Rabbi Sorsha was saying, oh, Mestami, you started with Sukkah, because Mesech to Sukkah starts with the mitzvah of Sukkah, and Hilchas Dal Minim is only in the third parak, Right? So then he asks the boys, and why does Masech the Sukkah start with Sukkah and not with Dalamina? So whatever the conversation was, what he said was, because it's the first mitzvah, because when Sukkah starts, there's no mitzvah of Dalamina until the morning, but the minute Sukkah starts, there's a mitzvah of Sukkah. The first mitzvah after Yom Kippur is Sukkah. And that's taka what it says. It's interesting, even though I'm sure if you do anything, Matzah Yom Kippur, it's a Maila. But in Shulchan Aruch, it doesn't say to be Isaac in the Dalad Minim after Yom Kippur. It says to be Isaac in the Sukkah. It's interesting. There's an Indian to go from Yom Kippur. I'm not saying that the Dalad Minim is not a huge piece of our Nitzachan on Yom Kippur as well, but there's an Indian of going from Yom Kippur into the Sukkah. Becoming a Ger. <clears throat> Avram Avinu. Is called an Ezrach, Eisan Ha Ezrachi. This Ger is called a citizen because he became a citizen there. He became a citizen. He's an Eisan Ha Ezrachi, the, the strong 
the strong citizen because he became, he transformed himself from being a citizen here to being an Ezrach there, to being a citizen there. Eisan, that's the Eisan HaEzrachi. Where is Avram Avinu called Eisan HaEzrachi? In Kapitel Peites and Tehillim, which is the Kapitel that says, Ki Omarti Oilam Chesed Yibana. That's the Kapitel that starts with Eisan Lamatzeach, the Eisan HaMizrachi. What's the exact Lashen? All right, we'll, we'll look we'll look it up. But that, that starts with the with Eisan HaEzrachi because that's the that's the strength of Avram Avinu. Okay, let's end with where we started. Let's let's go back to our Gemara in in Avodah So it comes time for us at Lavi. The Umay Sa'olam come to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and they say we'd like a mitzvah. Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, "My dear Umay Sa'olam, you weren't being mechin in Olam Azeh. You were living in Olam Azeh." That's not how you lived. You didn't live as Gerim. You lived as Teishavim. You lived in the Chatzar. So they say, try us out. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu has to pick a mitzvah that represents the idea that we don't live here. This is not our Tachlis. Which mitzvah is that? That's the mitzvah of Sukkah. The mitzvah of sukkah, the lech lecha that takes place after after Yom Kippur, where Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, "Say me diras kavad." It could, couldn't be more explicit. Go out of being settled. Teach yourself for a week's time that this is not your place. Say me diras kavad. Go out of your 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 your, your settledness. Okay, that's the. Um, that's the, the that's the, uh, the, the 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 mitzvah that Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives the Umay Sa'ilam. and then the sun begins to shine. What does that represent? What does that mean? What that means is, and this is just such an unbelievable thought to end with, especially for those of you that are working, and especially for those of you that are going to have to be thinking about work, even on Yantif. I don't mean Yantif. I mean Chalamayd, but. <sighs> The sun represents Eilam The sun is the melech of Eilam Ein kol chadash tachas Hashemesh. Like, as we will say in Kehelas. Sometimes the sun shines very hard and we have to leave our place in Ruchnias and we have to go out into this world and we have to do stuff, right? Sometimes the sun just gets so hot we have to leave the base Medrash. We have to leave our being Isaac in Ruchnias. But there's a telling way that you could tell, even while we're being Isaac and Eilam Hazeh, if we live here, you could have two guys making money. One of them lives here and one of them doesn't. You could have two guys eating. Very gashmi. One of them lives here and one of them is preparing for the next world. You could have two guys on a Chalamay trip with his kids. One of them lives here and one of them doesn't. The way to be able to tell whether or not you truly live here is when you have to leave the Ruchnius, how you leave. If it's a sense of Baruch Sheptorani, thank goodness it was hot, now I get to leave the Sukkah. If that's the way I leave the base Medrash, so then I'm leaving the base Medrash. The base Medrash was this burden that I put on myself, but my Makkim is outside the base Medrash. 
But if I'm leaving the base medrash kicking and screaming, not kicking the base medrash, not you know, I don't mean boyet. But if I'm leaving the base medrash regretfully with with yearning, if that's how I'm leaving the base medrash, bruchem If if I'm if I'm if I'm leaving the base medrash like that, so then it's it's megala on my whole involvement in ruchnias that my purpose in this world is to be here as a preparation, as a hachana. So that's the, that's the reason why that mitzvah, and that's the reason why Hashem makes us potter. Because there's so much to say from how we act potter from a mitzvah. In any event, tomorrow night we have this chos, to tackle Hopefully we're going to daven for the, we're going to daven for the rain. We're going to daven that it's clear and that we can be makayim the mitzvah. If not, we'll be makayim that mitzvah of dealing with the rain. It might be more mysterious nefesh than that, actually, in being butterman on mitzvah, especially tomorrow night where it's, you have to check the rain and what happens if you go, go inside and then you realize it clears up and you go, go back out to make a lay shave. It's, uh, tomorrow night is complicated. Um, but, but the sense of going out to the sukkah, we have the opportunity for the week of sukkahs to spend time in our sukkah and to th- use that not just as a way to check the box of having sat in the sukkah, but of trying to absorb into our kishkas, into our insides, the fact that we don't live here. This is not our place. And we're here temporarily. And how much we amass and how much money we have, how big our house is, how much fun we have, all of those things, when life gets really serious, they pale, they become unimportant. And become meaningless. You know, it's amazing. Sometimes it happens that someone will, will get sick or something, or you'll be in a matzav that's very tense, very difficult, and you look back at the things in your life that are, you know, the fun, the, the and they, they seem like nothing. But nobody ever looked back at a siyam mesechta and like, siyam mesechta, here there's someone sick. And see nobody ever did that, because we know in our bones that that is nitzchiyas with all the difficulties that we might have. But the Amid Gemara that we learn, that goes with us. That's going on We know that it goes with us. But, but these silly things, those are the things that fade away when, when things get serious. So let's go into the sukkah, let's appreciate the simcha, that intimacy with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Don't forget that being a ger in this world is being an Ezrach in the next world. And I'll just end off with this uh, this cherry on the top. <laughs> this is like um, so unbelievable that I'm I'm laughing as I'm saying it. The pasuk says, "Kol ezrach bi Yisrael yeshu basukais." Right? An ezrach, someone who's an ezrach in Elam Haba sits in a sukkah. Kol ezrach says Rashi, "Ze ezrach." That's a, a regular yid. Bi Yisrael says Rashi, the rabbi says Hagerim. That's Marbe Gerim. In other words, also like what's the Havamina? In other words, this is the Chiddush that a Ger accomplished. That even though the Ger spent his whole life until he found Akadish Baruch Hu, he spent his whole life making this world the Iker, but when he throws in his lot with Klal Yisrael, and he's Nichnas Tachas Kanfei Hashchina, and he says, I too am a ger, and we will, with, with compliments and admiration, call him a ger. So when he, when he becomes a ger, we say, oh, you also belong in the sukkah. 
Ezra be Yisrael, the rabbis as Geirim. Even those Geirim, those newcomers to to this world of Geiros, they also belong in the Sukkah. Yashukayach, have a wonderful Yantif. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myron McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.